Welcome, friends, to the week before holiday edition of Consider Yourself Hugged. I am your host, Tammy West. So excited to be with you today. I hope that you are leading up to a great, whether it's Christmas or whatever you celebrate, I hope that you and your family and your friends and your coworkers are all doing super duper well. I wanted to just break into your day for a few moments today to talk about something that I've talked about over and over and over. If you saw my social media post a few days ago, I, I don't think I explained it fully, but I was watching the news in the morning. By the way, I love to get up super early. It used to be six and then it was five and now it's sometimes 4.30, but it's a choice. I mean, it's not, it's just that I want to and I get up and I get my coffee and my phone and sometimes my computer. Sometimes I'll work for a little bit, but then I will put my blanket on and the dogs are there and the cat, I'll post pictures. And we just like, you know, I play a couple word games, watch the news, blah, blah, blah. Well, the other morning there was a, a one of the news anchors in my local town. And I made it a point to say, I mean, I always watch channel two news. It's WKRN here in Nashville. And so I watch it every morning and I love the people. I think they're very relatable. And so I'm not being critical or judgy about what happened here. So I am going to go ahead and share my screen and I'm doing that so that you can, just in case you don't have a chance to watch it, like on the Facebook post. And I sure hope this is coming through. So you're going to need to listen really carefully. So the article was about SAD, seasonal affective disorder. And I want you to listen to what he says, and then also listen for a little laughter. Here we go. Um, good sleep hygiene, they call it. Sleep hygiene, exercise. Uh, make sure you have a good work-life balance. Good for you. You can also get in. So it may have been a little bit hard to hear. So let me tell you what, he gave a couple of tips from whatever article he was citing. And then he said, one of the tips was make sure you have good work-life balance, pause, good for you. And then the co-anchor huh, laughed. So what, right? I mean, what does that even mean? In fact, I posted um, on Facebook, I think, and said, you know, if you don't know what's wrong with that, you know, maybe take a guess and post. Um, I didn't hear anybody make a guess, but it, you know, it just seems like a normal thing for to read an article about sleep or work-life balance or self-care. And then the person reading it, if they're talking about actually following through with it, says something like, good for you. Must be nice. Wish I could do that. So, you know, I, it's, it's holiday time and I read, I want to read a couple of things to you. So I get an email, um, usually every week from the anxiety and depression association of America. And so here's the email and they ha they're having a webinar Thursday. I think I will attend that webinar, by the way, I think I'm going to register after we're finished here and it's called managing your holiday stress. So if you know me at all, I'll post other links. I do not like the word stress, but it says during this 45 minute conversation, ADAA experts will discuss how to best manage holiday stress. Holiday stress is something that impacts each of us differently. And then this sentence, for many, it is normal to experience anxiety, depression, and in some cases, grief 
during the holiday season. Now, again, just like what I said with the news, I mean, golly, please, you know, help people and people please attend. But then let's go a little further. So I Googled managing holiday stress. I think if I do it on my phone, it tells me how many results, I mean, on my computer, Um, but I did on my phone. So I don't know, but you know, it's got to be in the millions. And it's one of those things when it auto populates, when I, so I put managing H O and then it immediately finished. So people are Googling that. So this is from the Mayo Clinic. I'm going to read the top eight that just show up immediately. Acknowledge your feelings, reach out. And these have the little ellipses, by the way, the dot, dot, dot. So there was more to it. I'm just reading what's on here. Set aside differences, stick to a budget, plan ahead, learn to say no, don't abandon healthy habits. And then here's more, um, create relaxing surroundings, share your feelings, be realistic. And then there are other ones that say, um, weight loss, eat more veggies, Um, how about, uh, tense and relax your muscles for 30 seconds. And I do talk about that a lot exercise, um, set boundaries. I mean, just put yourself first plan activities that are fun for you. Great. I mean, it's great. So when I first started studying stress back in 2006, probably is when I really started noticing the way that people talked about stress. And it was things like, forgive me if you've heard this story a million times, but you might be brand new here and you might not have ever heard it. And I think holidays is the perfect time for me to just reiterate it and repeat it because my passion on this planet and my career is to rid the world of the word stress and to fill in the missing piece of the puzzle that I believe holds many of us back. And so if I asked you why you don't take time to um, exercise, eat healthy, take a walk, you know, all that stuff, you would probably say you don't have time. We'll come back to that in just a minute. And that may be true. I'm not trying to discount that you may have, we all have challenges in our lives, but even if we do have time, people are still oftentimes, not everybody, but oftentimes not making good choices. So my role in all of this is to fill in a missing piece that you may not already know. So back to the commercial, my actual formal study was on women. So I interviewed women and we talked about stress. When I speak to groups, it's sometimes men and women, sometimes just women, you know, mixed group. And I always make sure that I tell everybody my study officially was on women, but I had been studying groups informally for years prior to that. And this video, what happened just made me go wham. Okay. So, and they're talking about seasonal affective disorder as it relates to the holidays. So here's a man, he's probably my age, maybe a little bit older, late fifties. Um, I know he's divorced. He has children, but I think they're grown. If not, they're older. He has a couple of dogs. So if you are, let's say you are a young mother or father, and you have small children and you have a job that you're working 60 hours a week, and maybe you're taking care of a parent. So you might look at someone like this man, the news anchor, who's not married, has a couple of dogs, and I don't know what his life is like. So I'm not judging his life at all. But what I'm saying is it would be easy to look at someone who doesn't have a spouse to worry about, whose children are grown, I think, or at least old enough to care for themselves. And you might think, must be nice. 
you know, you, you have plenty of time, but you heard what he said when he read the part that said, have good, have good work life balance. He paused and said, good for you. And then his co-anchor who does have a small child laughs. And so in my study, what I look at are the messages that come to us through the media, because you will see articles all the time or commercials that have products that will help you manage your stress and in particular your holiday stress. So what I call it is the social construction of stress, meaning we are the ones who create what it is. We are the ones who say what it is. And then the media says, oh, these people are stressed out. So I will create a product for them. And I would tell them how stressed out they are. I will tell them that they don't have time to sleep. I will tell them that they should balance everything. I will tell them that they shouldn't have any time at all. And, but then I have a product that I can sell to them. And so then we don't make good choices. Or if we do make good choices, oftentimes we don't talk about it. And then if someone else makes good choices, then the phrase must be nice. Good for you. Wish I had time for that. So the missing piece of the puzzle doesn't have anything to do with time. It has to do with who the world says you are supposed to be. And in particular around the holidays, if you are a woman, you know, I've read articles that say how to create the perfect holiday table without stress. What? What? You just said how to do something perfectly without stress. So again, you're sending the message that you need to be perfect or do everything. And then I'll have some article for you or some product to do it without quote stress. I don't want to live in that world. I am definitely not perfect. You definitely, if my husband or my children are watching, they're going to say definitely, but I don't want to be in a position where a commercial, a news anchor, a website, a billboard, a sitcom, a movie, anything tells me that I live a terrible life, that I don't have time to sleep. I don't have time to take care of myself. I'm supposed to do everything and do it perfectly. I don't want that world. I don't want, maybe it's because I don't like to be told what to do, but I don't want somebody else choosing my identity for me. So on these websites that have lists of things to do, eat healthy, take time for yourself, set some boundaries, do those things, you know, do those things. But I'm going to give you the one piece of advice as you go into the holidays. It might be a little bit of rambling, but it's one piece of advice. And that is you choose your identity and how you want to create that identity. Don't let the word shame you during the holidays into not taking care of yourself. And listen, I believe in serving others. I believe if it's a time for giving and a time for loving and a spending time together, no one wants to spend time with a perfectionist. No one wants to go visit a house where the, the hosts are crazy about everything you do and don't want you to touch anything. And the house has to be so perfect. No one wants that. We want to be with each other, care about each other, love each other, give to each other. Doesn't mean spending a ton of money. It just means giving from your heart, serving, doing something for charity. Boy, I am sounding super preachy, especially when I look at myself in my camera. If you're watching on YouTube, I'm like, wah, 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 wah. I don't mean to be that way. I just, the holidays can be hard for me sometimes because I see all of these expectations. Like I got an ad from Amazon the other day, stocking stuff stuffers for under $30. And I'm like, 
$30 for a stocking stuffer. I mean, when we were growing up and even my children and I'm 58, when they were growing up, stocking stuffers are gum and candy and socks and silly little things. If it's $30, it's a present. It's not a stocking stuffer. Anyway, my children might be listening saying, oh, that's why we don't get good stocking stuffers. And they still get them in there in their 30s. So anyway, uh, I just wanted to encourage you to take time to just enjoy the holidays and, and forget all these messages about who you were supposed to be, be who you are. I hope you have a wonderful holiday. I'll be back with you one more time next week with a final message. And until I see you then, consider yourself hugged.